Hey friends, I'm Ashley Parker, the host of Splash of Ash, the podcast. Join me as I sip on my iced coffee and hold my crystals as we chat all things to empower you to get up and show up every single day. Things like your morning routine and how you talk to yourself. You know, all the things that make you your best self. I'll be bringing you a drop of good vibes, a dash of confidence, and a sprinkle of inspiration. Get ready to envision and step into a better you. It's time to level up. This moment counts. What's up, Splash fam? Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Ashley Parker, the host of Splash of Ash, the podcast. My goodness, we have been just rolling through these solo episodes. I have had a lot of things on my heart that I've just been ready to share with you, some more tools for your toolbox to help you create your best life so that you feel good, so that you can move through life ready to take it on. So today is obviously a solo episode, more alone time for you and I, (laughs) but I'm going to be talking about something that I think is crucial. It's been something that has come up a lot in my life over the last few weeks. I want to dive into this idea of separating your stuff and their stuff. What do I mean by this? We are around people all day long. Whether it's on social media, whether it's at work or at school or at home, we are around people all day long. And because of this, it's easy to take on other people's energy, to take other people's stuff, their circumstances, their experiences, their emotions. It's easy to take all of that on as if it's your own. It's your own experiences, your own emotions, your own feelings. This has come up a lot in my life, and I'm not going to lie, I struggle with it. I struggle with learning how to separate what's mine and what's yours. I take it on like it's my own, and that can be hard to navigate. Because when you're constantly taking other people's drama, their emotions, their stuff, their chaos, their experiences, and you're, you're acting like it's your own stuff, it can be draining. It can be so exhausting. You begin to, to get confused about your own emotions when you start to experience them. So it's really important to learn how to navigate this. What's your stuff? And what's their stuff? And you don't have a responsibility to take on other people's shit. (laughs) You just don't. What's theirs is theirs. What's yours is yours to unpack. And it's perfectly okay to be there to support other people, to cheer other people on, to listen to other people, to empathize and and be compassionate towards what other people are experiencing 
but it begins to become destructive to your own mental health and wellness when you pretend like it's all on you, it's on your shoulders, it's on your heart, and it's in your head. It's like when you get that text from your friend who is going through a massive you know, fight or argument with their spouse, right? And they send you this long, nasty text. And as soon as you read it, your energy drops. You begin to feel bad. You begin to put yourself in her shoes. You begin to think about a time where you and your partner went through something very similar. And before you know it, you're taking on that person's stuff. That's their journey. That's their thing to work through and to navigate and to grow through, you're taking it on like it's yours, like it's your job to unpack it. Suddenly your energy is drained. Your vibes are low. You feel like crap. Your day now sucks. And it was actually something that had nothing, nothing to do with you. That's when you know you've taken on someone else's stuff. And it can be hard to differentiate between the two because then we just continue to go about our day, do as we do, but feel like crap. I like to think of this in a very visual sense. So you have a a, a glass of water, right? An eight ounce glass of water sitting on your desk. The water that's already in the cup is your stuff, right? It's your emotions from the day. It's your fight that you had with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. It's your drama from work. It's your stuff. And then somebody from work comes and shares their stuff. And you begin to take it on like it's your own stuff. So add a little bit of water to the glass. And then your mom calls. And there's, there's family drama, right? There's something going on and there's family drama. And you begin to take it on like it's your own stuff. Add a little bit more water. And then you get that text from your friend, right? I hope you can, can see where I'm going with this. If you continue to take on other people's stuff, your cup is going to be overflowing. You are going to be maxed out. You are going to be absolutely exhausted and drained and not able to take on your day, not able to take on your week. Hell, maybe not even able to take on the month, the year. You can't navigate your own feelings because you're too busy trying to navigate everybody else's. What a destruction to your mental health and your wellness. This is why it's so important to tune in to tune in to your own feelings and emotions and learn how to separate yours from theirs. You don't have a responsibility to fix everybody else. Your responsibility is to yourself. And it's time that we prioritize our needs, our wants, our desires, and we go after it. And we stop letting other people's crap get in the way of our own lives. It's time to be selfish. It's time to be selfish, to fill up your cup with nothing else but your own. So how can we take our power back 
and protect ourselves from taking on other people's junk. Other people's drunk that they got in their trunk, but it's not for ours. It's not for our trunk. I'm going to tell you guys or share with you guys five things just to think about, to tune into, to tap into so that we can protect our energy, our hearts, and our minds from other people's things just seeping into our own lives. Okay, so number one, establish your own baseline. When you are in your own space, it is so important to check in with how you feel. Tune in to your baseline and where you're at. Sometimes you wake up in the morning and your baseline is low. You already woke up in a crappy mood. Your baseline's low. Sometimes you wake up in the morning and you feel good. You're ready to take on the day and you're like, well, hell, my baseline is high today, feeling good, right? Awareness is key. Awareness will help you differentiate between what's yours and what's not. Notice how your baseline changes around different people. This is a huge sign that you're taking on other people's stuff, right? You walk into work. Your baseline, your baseline's high today. As soon as your boss walks in, your baseline drops, right? You start to feel emotional, negative, blah, fearful, anxious, stressed. I don't know. You start to feel all this other stuff that you were like, shit, where did that come from? So establish your baseline and and begin to become aware of where you're at. Every day can be different. Don't judge yourself for this baseline assessment, right? There's no judgment here. This is information, information that you're always tuning into. Number two, you're going to use your baseline to determine what's yours. Once you're able to get a baseline check and feel where you're at, ask yourself, Is this feeling mine or someone else's? If it's yours, do what you got to do to move through it, to process, to navigate. Do what you have to do to feel the feels. It's important. It's 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 a really important process to learning about yourself. So process what's yours. If it's theirs, if your boss walks in and you start to feel like crap, and you, and you check into it, and you realize it's not actually mine, this is what I want you to say. This isn't mine. I don't have to take this on. So <laughs> I told you that this is something that I have really been, been tuning into over the last few weeks. And I don't know if you've watched Stranger Things ever, like the first season or the last season that just came out, but I found myself thinking about Eleven and how she, if you've seen it, you you have a visual. If you don't, I don't know, go watch it or, or watch a YouTube of a video of her using her, her special powers with her hands and how she kind of like deflects and, and, and uses her hand motions to, to like whoosh things away. 
I don't know if this is making any sense to you. I wish that there was a visual so you could see me trying to do exactly what Eleven does with her special powers. But but I've been using that idea in my head. When somebody tries to dump on me, I turn into Eleven and I just whoosh. I'm, I push it back because you know what? I'm not taking that stuff on today. It's not for me. It's not mine. And it's not going to affect my head and my heart. Not today. So use that special power, right? You got a bubble. You got your bubble around you. People all day try to poke that bubble, to try to get in that bubble with you, to drain your energy, to dump their stuff because they have a lot going on. But like I said, it's not your responsibility to take that on for them. It's your responsibility to support, to listen, to hear them, to validate them, but not take it on like it's yours. So deflect. We are deflecting like we are in Stranger Things and we have special powers. <laughs> Maybe it is a special power. This is a special power, learning to navigate what's yours and what's somebody else's. Number three, practice grounding activities, right? These are things that become lifestyle habits to help you feel rooted and grounded and connected to your calm. Something that I absolutely love to do is breathe in three counts and I breathe in joy, potential, abundance. I think of things that I want to bring into my, my energy, bring into that bubble, bring into my heart, bring into my life. And then I breathe out things that aren't serving me. I count to three and I breathe out other people's stuff. Right? You get dumped on at work, breathe in good stuff and breathe out that stuff because that's not serving you. It's not for you. It's not for you to navigate. So breathe it out. Meditate. Meditation looks so different for so many people. It can be prayer. It can be sitting in a quiet, dark room for three minutes, just breathing, not even thinking, trying not to think, just breathing. Mindfulness, right? Taking note of the blessings around you, tapping into a really happy memory. This was one of my favorite things to do. I used to do this in high school and it, and it was called Heart Math. I'm sure it's still around, but it's an app on your phone and you hook up this little thing to your, your finger and it connects to your heart rate and kind of, it's, it's a whole thing, but it's so good. And the idea of it is that you sit in a quiet space, a safe space, you yourself and you breathe, and you're breathing, right? And you're focusing your mind on a really positive and happy memory. It can be something that happened yesterday. It could be something that happened when you were three years old, and you can literally bring it to life. Think about where you are, who you're with, what you're feeling, what you're wearing. What are other people wearing? Are you on a beach? Are you in your bed? Bring it to life and focus as long as you can on that happy stuff. Bring that happy moment back to life. This is how you get rooted and connected to your calm. You can do this anywhere at any time. It's the simple things. It's the little things, right? That you can do right now to kick their stuff from your system so that you can shift the lens back to you. So practice grounding activities so you can bring your calm back to center, back to life. 
Number four, I want you to ritualize separation. And this is what I mean. I want you to create a ritual, right? A three-step program, a three-step thing that will help you to create space between you and what you might have picked up throughout the day. This ritual is something that you do after you're in a a social setting. You go to a Christmas party. You go to a birthday party. You go to a work event. You're at school all day. You're at work all day. You're on vacation with your spouse's family and your family. Talk about dynamics, right? And energies. You're going to you're going to do something that helps you to create space between your stuff and their stuff. For me, this looks like showering. I've talked about it on the show before and I I swear by it. If I've had a long day at work, a long and draining day at work, you're working with people. People come in to the gym. People tell you about their lives. You just got other people's shit just like attaching to your body. I get home. I feel drained. I immediately get in the shower. And when I'm in the shower, I visualize all of that washing off of me because it's not for me. It's not my responsibility. And I don't have to take it on. Showering is huge for me. It really, really helps. Sage. I love sage. If you don't know where to get sage, go to Amazon and just type in sage, order it, burn it around your house, speak positive words and affirmations as you're saging, open your windows, let the other stuff out and bring in good stuff, abundance and joy and blessings and potential and magic. Bring it all in and let go of all the other stuff that you're bringing home. You're bringing home from the day or the vacation or the event. Crystals are another really powerful tool that I use. I have them right beside my bed. And after a long day, sometimes just holding a few. I don't know. Might even be the placebo effect, but it helps me. Okay, guys, it helps me. I'm a visual person. Okay, so stay with me here. This is called the scoop visual. I don't know. I made that up right now, like two seconds ago, but. The idea is that you visualize in your head the emotions or the drama and the the stuff that you're taking on from, from somebody else that is now in your heart and it's affecting you, right? It's affecting you and your mental health and your wellness. So I want you to close your eyes and I want you to visualize scooping out all the stuff that's not yours and dumping it somewhere else. Go throw it in the trash can. Go put it down the drain. Go dump it off your balcony. We're scooping out what's not yours to take on. Maybe it's like a a scoop and dump. I don't know. We'll come up with a different name for it. But the idea is that you're just taking out the stuff that's not serving you because it's not yours and it's not your responsibility. And you're just, you're giving it, you're giving it away. You're, you're, You're dumping it off. Not yours. Number five. I'm sure that you knew this was going to come up in this in this episode. Create boundaries, right? Boundaries are a huge part of learning to navigate what's yours and what's not. 
We aren't creating these boundaries to stop feeling, right? To, to stop the emotions that come up throughout the day. Emotions and feelings are information. You are not your thoughts, you are not your feelings, and you are not your emotions. They come and they go. And that's powerful. When you begin to shift your mindset and recognize that you are not your thoughts, you are not your feelings, they are just ever flowing, your life will change. When we are intentional in creating boundaries that prevent you from owning emotions that aren't yours, we begin to feel a sense of freedom. Say no. When you say no to something, you are saying yes to something else. When you say no to hanging out with that person that you know drains your energy, you are saying yes to your happiness, to your self-care. When you say no to picking up an extra shift at work, you're really saying yes to ritualizing separation. Prioritize your self-care. Set time limits on visits, visits with certain people. Some topics are off limits, right? These are just some ideas to get your noggin flowing in a way that looks at boundaries as a very positive and healthy thing. We think, we think boundaries are harsh and they're, and they're mean, right? They can be rude, but boundaries are important. Boundaries protect your head and your heart. Boundaries help you say yes to yourself. And my goodness, do we say yes to everybody else? And we tend to put ourselves on the back burner. Let's flip it, guys. Let's flip the script. Say yes to ourselves. Saying no to other people's stuff. Gosh, isn't it so true that we have enough on our plate? We have enough in our cup. Everything is energy. Your thoughts begin it, your emotions amplify it, and your actions increase its momentum. And if you really think about it, this is empowering because you get a say. You get a say in what you're choosing to take on. I hope that this was helpful for you to begin to just tune in to owning your stuff, your emotions, your experiences, your own drama, your own stuff, and disowning someone else's. Your responsibility is to yourself. So give yourself permission right now to let go of all of the, the stuff that you're taking on for your sister, for your mom, for your dad, for your employees, for your boss. Let it go so you can continue your own journey of growing and learning and, and navigating the stuff that comes up in your life because it's enough already. You are enough. You are worthy of greatness. You are worthy of a kick-ass life. 
You get a say. You are the main character. So let's bring in that main character energy, right? Such good stuff. I hope that you found this helpful and valuable. Send it to your people because my goodness, I know that there are people out there who struggle with this very topic just like me. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. You know the drill. I will be back next week on Tuesday for another one. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Goodbye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope it brought you tons of value. If you loved what you heard or know someone who would, please share it with them. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on social at a underscore splash of ash and my website splashofash.co. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Change your everyday, change your life. 